Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Painful Mercy, written by Weirdo5255. We had begun the standard shock and all tactics, bombarding their population centers from orbit with kinetic weapon strikes. One moment the city was standing, and the next it was ash through the power of pure physics. No radiation to clean up, and no minimal collateral damage to the atmosphere. It was standard procedure, one that was so common I didn't even look up from my work as the cities were incinerated far below. Most species at this point usually took one of two routes. The more cowardly races, like the Vinhen, supplicated to surrender before we had even finished our bombardment. The braver species, like the Drukalanhin, had organized themselves on the ground, mobilized every army, and spread themselves over their planet to prepare for crowd forces. It had been adorable, but futile when we could track every movement from orbit and eliminate them with smaller kinetic strikes. Some species worshipped us as gods, and one species even committed mass suicide when we descended from orbit in our ships. The humans, though, they had not waited. They had not organized. They simply retaliated. Within minutes of our attack, nuclear missiles and other armaments arced up through their atmosphere. At first, the atomic systems on our ships handled the attacks easily enough, swatting the warheads away with ease. We had been surprised that they were willing to use nuclear weapons on us, considering the damage that it would be sustained to their own planet if even one EMP burst occurred. After that first body, they went silent. We watched from orbit. This was still not very unusual. The leaders of what remained of their primitive governments were no doubt meeting and weighing options. It was better for them to contact us. A species was better at ruining itself, and now that we had demonstrated our power, they would give in to our demands. It was much easier to let them retain some government than setting up one ourselves. Instead, after an hour, another body of missiles from one continent were launched. They soared up towards us in orbit, and after several minutes, we were puzzled. The number of warheads far exceeded anything that we'd previously encountered. Still, our defensive systems would be able to deal with them easily enough. Another barrage of missiles, this time from another continent launched, still within our ability to deflect. But odd, given the numbers of missiles alone were again enough to completely destroy the planet below. From almost every point on their globe, from their seas, missiles were launched. The numbers far exceeded what our defensive systems could properly deal with. And although the lasers shot from the guns faster than I'd ever seen, all it took was one missile. One atomic warhead went off nearly in the middle of the fleet and disrupted every electronic system for only a moment, allowing dozens more through. In total, we lost ten ships, nearly half of the invasion fleet. Twenty thousand souls gone in an instant of barbaric destruction. 
When we had regained our bearings, the captain ordered everyone to be ready for a ground assault. I trained briefly for such a venture back in the academy as a way to get closer to potential bait. She had rejected me in the end, but I had completed the auxiliary training. I had never thought that I would use it. Ground assaults were a thing of the past. Pulled from my job sorting through primitive alien communications, I found myself on the surface of an alien world amongst the humans. They were brutal. The assault shuttle I had landed in had done so on one of their primitive roadways connecting the larger population centers. We had not seen any humans when we'd first disembarked. Our energy shields raised and our weapons held aloft and charged. I had thought that they would attack us immediately, like they had when we were in orbit. Instead, the road on which we had landed was deserted. Slowly, moving away from the shuttle, we advanced towards the population center in front of us. With the energy shield in place, nothing should have been able to attack us. We were protected from all sides, except for one. Down. As we crossed the line in the dirt road, still on our organized ranks and platoon formations, something happened. The ground exploded upward, sending men flying through the air, limbs missing and bodies shredded. Before anyone could react, another, another explosion. The smell of burning flesh and feathers permeated the air. A dozen more after that. I managed to keep my hands on my weapons and retreated back towards the shuttle, but the humans had bounced. My armor easily absorbed the first few impacts from their primitive hand-to-hand weapons, and leveling my gun, I fired at them. What remained of my platoon did the same as we grouped together and continued to fire arcs of energy at the primitives. They did not cow, they did not retreat when the body of one of their kin fell in front of them. Rather, they only seemed to become more enraged. Wave after wave of humans attacked, still brandishing their ineffective weapons, some even abandoning those for simple bludgeons. One projectile found a chink in my armor, and I fell to the ground. My platoon left me for dead and continued down the road back to the shuttle. I watched helplessly as several more fell to the ground, dying almost instantly. The humans paid them no mind, instead continuing to attack even as more of their own fell in the wake of their hasty retreat. So now, I was bleeding out, injured and dying on the surface of a barbaric world. Looking across the purple blood-stained dirt road, I rolled over onto my stomach and slowly pulled myself along with my talons. Three talons were missing on my upper left limb, and I felt it above the dirt as I crawled along with the three others. Reaching the medical kit on the body of one of the members of my platoon who was missing a head, I grabbed at it with an uninjured left hand. An alien limb slapped down on top of my own, and I forced my feathers going up in fear. Slowly, I turned to look at a human. It was covered in dirt and grime, blood and ichor. It looked positively feral, like a monster from fiction. Still, it looked as surprised as I felt, its eyes wide, its mouth agape. Slowly, it removed its limb, leaving behind a red liquid on top of my talons. We looked at one another for several long moments, and I could see more of the red liquid all over it. That had to be its blood. My own purple blood seemed to be congealing and knitting my wounds more efficiently than the humans could. Keeping my eyes on the wounded creature, I grabbed the medical kit and growled in frustration. 
It was crushed slightly, deformed, so that it was nearly impossible to open. Trying to worm a talon in between the seams of the thing to open it, I ignored the human, even as it watched me intently. If it was going to kill me, it would kill me. Until that happened, I was going to work to get the kit open. After several exhausting minutes, I slammed the medical kit down on the ground again, and it bounced out of my hand. I watched it roll away and let a glow gurgle of pain and frustration. Closing my eyes, I leaned back into the dirt. I could feel something wrong in my first ribcage, which combined with the missing talons and producing a deep, throbbing pain throughout my body. I didn't want to move again, let alone crawl across the ground to retrieve the kit. I heard the human moving around in the dirt and gravel. I resisted the urge to open my eyes at that point, and I had enough and I wasn't going to fight anymore. A dull thud and the sound of bending metal was not the next sound I expected. I had expected to hear the human plunging a knife or crude weapon into my flesh between my plates of armor. Opening my eyes, I looked down to see that the human had opened the medical kit, and after examining the contents for a moment had picked up the medical wrap. It looked at the material for a moment and then back at me. Part of me wanted to reach out and grab it away from the creature, then again, it just smashed hard and a case open. I wouldn't be able to overpower it. The human looked at me with the medical wrap again and then slowly began moving forwards. I watched as my eyes only half opened. Moving up to my first chest, the human said something in its language. Reaching down, it produced a knife and whipping it forwards cut the one of the straps holding my armor before I could even react. Lashing out with my upper right hand, I slashed at its face. The human winced and said something else in its language, even as more red liquid spurted from the flesh wound beneath its eye. Raising a fist, it violently struck at my face, dazing me. It had no talents, but the power behind that blow was incredible. It took several moments for me to regain my senses, stunned as I was. Refocusing my eyes, I saw that the human had moved my armor to the side and was pressing the medical wrap to my first chest, staunching the flow of blood from a wound that I haven't even noticed. I looked up at the human, surprised. It said something else in the language which I didn't understand. Pressing the wrap down, it began to loop the material around me, only pausing when it reached the ground. It looked up at me, expectantly pointed at the other limb towards the sky. Hesitantly, I slowly raised my first chest off the ground, bending my first spinal joint, unsure what the human was going to do. It muttered something, passing the wrap under me and tightening it further, staunching the flow of blood. I continued to watch it, unsure of what exactly was going on. Was I a prisoner? Did it not want me to die on the battlefield when I might provide information? Surely, he was not dumb enough to believe I knew its primitive language. Perhaps they did not kill the injured. No, I'd seen other humans shoot those who were injured from where they fell to the ground and screamed in pain. It was why I'd been silent when I fell despite the agony of my wounds. Perhaps it was going to kill me when I thought he would live. The humans finished their wrapping and turned back to the medical kit, moving its head from side to side, causing an odd head follicles to move in a wave. Picking it up, the human held the kit out to me. Slowly, so as to not startle the thing, I moved my lower right hand out, the one which had my file down talons, and took it. 
The human moved its head up and down, and then getting to its feet, stood and let out a low keen. Placing a hand on its own chest and walked forwards away from me quickly, disappearing from view, even as red blood fell to the ground behind it. Bemused, I rattled the medical kit around, and finding the painkillers, quickly took the correct vial out and popped the top off, downing the concoction. I closed my eyes for a moment, waiting for the medicine to take effect. After the main star had moved far farther down the sky, the planet rotating in a fair portion, I heard more humans. Slowly, I opened my eyes. A group of them were picking through the battlefield. One pointed at me, and I slowly raised my right hand. If they were like the first human, they would help me. The human behind the one indicating my position raised a gun to its shoulder. The last sound I heard was a clatter of primitive gunfire. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.